Welcome to Time Out with the Days. It's January 13th, 2022. And your Georgia Bulldogs are natty champs for the first time in over 40 years. Let's get right, right into it. Let's get a little recap of the game. Give me your thoughts going into it. Who'd you have? What'd you expect? Uh, going into this big game, uh, I had Georgia just because of the big loss and their only loss in the year in the SEC title game where they're expected to win, and Bama came in and absolutely destroyed the number one defense in the country. So I knew Georgia would want revenge, and I knew it was their time to win the Natty. And after watching the Bulldogs destroy the Wolverines in the semis, I knew Stenson Bennett was the guy. Also, I knew Bama was down some corners on the defensive side, so I knew Georgia would attack those guys, and they sure did. What did you expect going in? Honestly, I had Bama. You know, Nick Saban, one of the best college coaches of all time. Dude's got hella rings. They got Bryce Young at quarterback, the Heisman winner. They beat Bama or beat Georgia in the SEC championship. You know, Stetson Bennett is a walk-on QB. He played JUCO. He's waited his time to show out for the team. This man delivered. That's why they call him the mailman. Obviously, we're Michigan State fans. Happy to see Michigan get hella wrecked in the playoff. Georgia showed they had the best defense in the country all season, but they always struggled on out. But hey, they're champs. They're champs. So I guess let's get into some of the key moments of the game. Second quarter, 12-31 left. Bryce Young looks downfield, hits Jameson Williams on a pass. Looking like a knee injury, maybe a torn ACL. They're tied 3-3 at the time. What are your thoughts on how this impacted the game? Well, I thought it was a huge impact because uh, Jameson Williams was Bryce Young's number one target all year. He destroyed Georgia's corners in the the SEC title game. So I knew it was really big. And Alabama had to put in some young backups, mostly some freshmen. And they couldn't really do anything. So lots of drops. So I thought it was a big factor. So uh, let's get to the third quarter, 316 remaining. Uh, James Cook ran 67 yards for the longest play in college football playoff history and longest Bama has given up all year. At that point, it was 9-6 Bama. Uh, A couple plays later, Samira White rushes in to put the dogs up 13-9. Sheesh. When we got into the fourth quarter, Bryce Young – Misses wide open receiver. They end up settling for a field goal. Should have gotten the touchdown. Dogs are up 13 12. And then on that next one, you know, you got that controversial call. Uh, Stetson Bennett gets hit. Look, kind of looks like his arm's going forward, but the ball comes out. Bama player just picks it up right there by the sideline. He's looking out of bounds. But his foot ended up being in. What What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I thought that was a huge point in the game as that gave Bam a really good field position. Um, first look at it, I thought the Alabama guy recovered it with his foot out of bounds. But second look, saw he was in. Not sure if it was actually a fumble or not. But, hey, they called it a fumble. Bama got the ball back. That drive, they ended up converting on a third and goal. 
They took the lead 18-13. But I don't know. There was kind of maybe a missed pass interference call there. Definitely. I mean, the tight end caught it right there. Yeah. Definitely pass like, interference. Tight end pushed off wide open in the end zone. He pushed him like five yards ball. away. Bad missed call. Yeah, very bad. And that next drive for Georgia, you know, Stetson Bennett is the mailman. He, he delivers. When he needs to, this man delivers. Delivers a 40-yard bomb. Touchdown dogs. 19-18. Next, got a big play in the game. At this point, I think Georgia's up three. Uh, one or three, something like that. It's third and one. Brock Bauer scores on a 15-yard touchdown from Stenton Bennett. Flag on the play. Hands to the face on Alabama. Touchdown Bulldogs. Huge part for Georgia to win this game. Then towards the end, you know, Bama gets it back. They're trying to make something happen. Bryce Young drops back. He throws for the long ball. Gets picked, returned for the touchdown. It's ball game. Next, we're going to get some quarterback stats for the game. The Stenson Bennett, a.k.a. the mailman, 17 for 26, 224 yards, two touchdowns, a fumble. Big game by the mailman. Former walk-on, by the way. Uh, Zamir White and James Cook both had over 70 yards rushing. And then Bryce Young, just 35 for 57. Damn, they passed hella in this game. Uh, 369, one touchdown, two picks. He had negative 43 yards from scrimmage. He was sacked four what, times. Like, four times, I think. Something like that. He got sacked but four during... times in this game. SEC title game, he got sacked zero times. That was a big difference yeah. in this game. Not what I was expecting from the Natty. First half was pretty boring. Third quarter, it started picking up a little bit. I mean, first half was just field goals, so there wasn't any offense. You know, defense is playing hard. Fourth quarter, hella entertaining. Fourth quarter was really fun to watch. Back and forth. That's going to do it for our recap for the national championship. Now we're going to get into wildcard weekend. First game, AFC matchup, Raiders at Bengals. Uh, odds, Cincy minus five and a half. Um, I see this as a high-scoring game back and forth. I think in the end, uh, Joe Legend will throw for over 400 yards, probably three, four touchdowns. Uh, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins got to have themselves a day on these Raiders' corners. Uh, what are your thoughts for this one? I see the Bengals taking it. You know, it's Joe Burrow and Derek Carr's first playoff games. You know, Joe Burrow had that injury this last year. Bengals weren't too great. And then last time the Raiders went to the playoffs, Derek Carr didn't play. You know, Joe Legend's ready. Jamar Chase and Burrow are definitely the best young duo in the NFL right now. You know, college teammates there at LSU. I remember being on FaceTime with you during the draft. 
and we were both saying Joe Burrow wanted a receiver because, I mean, he had T. Higgins. Like, who, who else did he have? He didn't have anybody. Dude, dude does need an offensive line, but Jamar Chase was the right pick for him. Turned out to be great. Their season turned around from this last year. This next game, Pats at Bills. Buffalo's favored, minus four. You know, tough games for each team when facing each other this year. They've split their series one and one, week 12 in Buffalo. Super windy games, mostly just running, especially for the Pats. I think Mac Jones had what, like under five five attempts for yeah, passing. Threw the ball three times. Yeah, but anyways, the Pats won 14-10 pretty boring probably honestly one of the most boring nfl games i've ever watched in my life then week 15 back in new england bills come back deliver 33 21 bills supposed to be four degrees in buffalo for game time i'm thinking buffalo for this one not just because i hate the pats but you know josh allen stefan diggs big duo have changed things around for this organization especially Josh Allen, it's their key to victory. Again, I don't like the Pats, but I am interested to see if Mac Jones can deliver for his team and Bill Belichick. How about you? Uh, I think the weather is going to be a big factor in this one. Four degrees, it gets a little windy. I'm Pats, Buffalo couldn't stop the Pats last time in a windy game. Uh, Buffalo doesn't really have a run game, so that's that didn't help last time. Uh, the Week 15 game, if it's like that one and the Pats can't cover Stefan Diggs, which I'm not sure they're going to be able to because they got some guys out injury and on the COVID list, so I'm not sure they're going to be able to cover them. So I'm hoping it's a windy game. Um, Pats also didn't force the Bills to punt once in Week 15, so if that happens, it's over. Um, I see the Pats winning this game. No. So I think the GOAT, Mac Jones, and the Pats will run all over the Bills. Next game we have Sunday night matchup, NFC, Eagles at Bucks. The odds are Bucks minus eight and a half. Uh, I got the Bucks in this one. Tom Brady is the actual GOAT. Uh Mac Jones is just a young goat. Uh, the Bucks should be getting Fournette and Shaq Barrett back, which will help on both sides of the ball. Never bet against the goat. Got the Bucks by fourteen. Who you got? All right. You know the Eagles. They're just they're just not a solid squad. They haven't been in a long time. They got a good run game. You know it's it's okay. It's not the best. Not the worst. But their passing game sucks. Jalen Hurts and the receivers, I don't know what they're doing, but they need to read the playbook. They play in the NFC East, the Washington football team, the Giants, the Cowboys. It's a garbage division. I see Tom Brady winning this game easy. Dude's a cyborg. He's clutching all of his playoff opportunities. He's going to cash it in easy. Next game, 49ers-Cowboys. Odds are Cowboys minus three. Both teams' offenses have been pretty on and off throughout the season. I think I'm going to see the Cowboys taking this one only and only if Dak Prescott plays well. 
If not, Jimmy G's taking this game away. The Cowboys have been trying to find their stride the last couple games against the Washington football team and the Eagles. They're running up the score on O. Micah Parsons is supposed to be back in the lineup. Seeing Dallas. How about you? Uh, this one, I think it's a tough, tough matchup for the Cowboys. Uh, the Cowboys can't play up to their standards like they haven't been recently. Uh, I'm going to take the 49ers in this one. Most underrated team in the playoffs. They just snuck in an overtime on a Matthew Stafford pick. Uh, Debo Samuels is going to go off and show how bad Trayvon Diggs really is. Thinking Debo Samuels is about going to have at least two touchdowns. Also, the Cowboys are very overrated. Uh, next matchup, AFC Steelers at Chiefs. Odds, Chiefs minus 12 and a half. I'm going to let you know this game won't be close. The Steelers shouldn't be here. Come on, bro. Chiefs are going to win by at least 21. The last time these teams played a few weeks ago wasn't even close, and that was without Travis Kelsey. Big Ben is trash. Steelers O-line is trash. No way the Steelers are winning this game. Also, Juju Smith-Schuster is supposed to be back, so this will be officially be known as the TikTok Bowl. Juju Smith-Schuster and Chase Claypool versus Jackson Mahomo. Who you got in this one? All right, so you know I'm a Steeler fan, obviously. You know, I'm ready, I'm ready for Big Ben to get out of Pittsburgh. I'm ready for us to hopefully draft another QB. I'm hoping Kenny Pickett, but, you know, I guess we'll see. But, you know, before Ben hands out, this dude needs to take care of business. You know, I see the Chiefs taking this game, you know, because of last time. But, you know, I got to say, let's go Steelers, baby. Took a hard loss last time. But, you know, it's Ben's last season, and he best not be ending like this, especially almost not making the playoffs with that Chargers-Raiders game. Like, I was pissed. I was about to shit myself that they were about to end in a tie. So the only thing that couldn't happen, it almost happened. I think Patrick Mahomes should just stay on the sideline and dance with Jackson making TikToks on the sidelines. You know, it's my birthday Sunday. I need Big Ben to deliver me a win. Steelers taking this game, baby. Who cares? Chiefs by 21. Nope. All right, whatever. Let's get into Monday, I guess. NFC, got Cardinals at the Rams. Odds, Rams, minus four. They've split their series. Matthew Stafford has proved he's still an elite QB after joining LA. Him and Cooper Cup could tear apart this Cardinals defense. But Kyler Murray's continued to show that he's actually baby Yoda and can make magic happen on offense with DeAndre Hopkins. Love Matt Stafford. He and this team can make a few things happen. They can get a few more wins. They put it together. I got the Rams. You? Uh, This is a tough divisional matchup. Uh, Stafford has been struggling recently, including a bunch of picks. Through two terrible picks to end the season and got the 49ers into playoffs. Uh, at the at the Rams and Cardinals have been playing well on the road after struggling at home, but the Rams didn't go out to get all these free agents to lose in the first round of the playoffs. I got the Rams winning, even though the Rams are down 
two safeties and had to sign retired Eric Weddle, who's been on the league for three or four years. I'm still picking Matthew Stafford and the Rams. Uh, bye week for the number one seed. So uh, the Titans and the Packers have a bye this week. The number one seed, and they'll play the lowest seed left after the first round. Going to get into our Super Bowl picks. Uh, I got the Pats and the Packers. Think Bill Belichick and rookie Mac Jones got to make a run in the playoffs. Got to sneak past the Bills and the cold. Kill the Titans again. They're just going to keep rolling into the Super Bowl. Uh, Packers. Aaron Rodgers been playing like an MVP this year. Him and Devontae Adams can't be stopped. Get a first round bye. Got home field advantage. The Bucks are a little down this year. Can't don't think the Bucks can beat them two years in a row at home. So I'm gonna take the Packers to make it in the Super Bowl. Who you got? Sheesh. Originally, I had Titans versus the Rams. But I think I'm going to change it up. I think I'm going to go Buffalo. I think Buffalo can get up in there. Wait, what do you want? You know, Titans are supposed to be getting Derrick Henry back. Dude, I think, still leads the entire league in rushing. and he hasn't Buffalo ain't even winning their first game, so. No, there's no way that they lose. No, there's just no way. Mac Jones is better than Josh Allen. Heard it here first. No, you're drunk. All right, what about most underrated teams? I guess we'll go AFC and NFC, just one team each. Uh, AFC, I got the Pats. You know, started the year off slow, have a rookie quarterback, but, you know, Bill Belichick's the greatest coach of all time. Uh, they went on a big streak of wins, got them into the playoffs. Haven't been playing the best lately, but I think Bill's got to get Mac and the team ready for the playoffs. So I got the Patriots, very underrated team. Better watch out for them. They got one of the best defenses in the league when healthy. Got a good run game. Can also pass the ball a little bit. Uh, NFC, going to take the 49ers. Sneaked into the playoffs. Got good as of late. Need to watch out. Debo Samuels is insane. Can play running back, receiver, put him wherever you want. He can throw the ball too. Threw a touchdown against the Rams. So watch out for the Pats and 49ers. They may make a run. Who you got as under your underrated teams? Sheesh. AFC. Sadly, got to go with the Pats. You know, I have them losing in the first round, but I'm not going to lie. Mac Jones and Bill Belichick have turned this team around since last year. Initially going into the season, you know, they had Cam Newton on that one-year deal. Again, I wasn't sure what was going to end up happening with that, but, you know, Cam Newton thinks he has too much swag to even read a playbook, apparently, because Mac Jones is teaching this man the plays. Former MVP, and a rookie's teaching him how to read plays. Like, what? But, yeah, I got the Pats. I think they're pretty underrated. I was surprised on their season this year. They didn't have a great start but they've been picking up things throughout the year. Just think they're highly underrated. And the NFC, I think I got to go Cardinals. 
Originally, I was saying 49ers, even though I have them losing to the Rams. But I think I'm going to have to go with the Cardinals because I think Kyler Murray is one of the most slept on, possibly all pro quarterback in the league because he's so undersized. Like this man got drafted in the MLB and the NFL, was a G at baseball, still chose football. Yoda. Dude, yeah, dude's Grogu or baby Yoda. Like, dude can just make some moves happen. Anything else you want to add? Just that the Pats are winning the Super Bowl. Nope. All right, who do you see winning the Super Bowl? The Pats. You know, big Patriots guy here. Mac Jones to go. Watch out for the Pats. They're winning the Super Bowl. On a serious note, I'm probably going to not take the Pats even though I really want the Pats to win, but I don't know if they can do it with a rookie quarterback. Um, hmm. I don't know. I don't know yet. I need to watch this first round, first round wild card, see who's moving on. Depends on how the Packers – who the Packers have to play in the next round, but I could see the Packers taking it. Who, who do you think? I'm hoping, you know, because you mentioned with the Rams, all of these free agent signings, like recently they got Von Miller, OBJ. It's had some pretty solid signings. And, you know, McVay's making hella moves right now. I said at one of our very first lacrosse meetings this year when our coach was asking, I said the Rams, but – I don't know. I'm going to have to go either Rams or Packers. Packers are solid. I don't know. Depends if Aaron Rodgers wants to play football or if he wants to do a State Farm commercial or, I guess, host a game show. But if that's the case, I'm seeing the Rams. But I guess that concludes the first episode. Wait, wait, wait. One last thing. Tuck coming. Yeah, tuck coming, baby. Let's go. That concludes the first episode. Thanks for listening.